Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Baba the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about Downton Abbey, Season 3, Episode 5. It's been a minute, but we're back. It has. We're back, baby. Yeah, we have been very busy, as you heard in the toppings. Um, And today, I even had some major news of my own. Uh, I adopted a little black kitty from Salem today. So, um... Emily has yet to meet her in the in the background of this video. She's just hanging out with Danny in the living room, but maybe she'll pop up here on the couch, here on my bed here. Um, she's very cute, and she's been very, you know, quiet and not even skittish at all. She's just been enjoying us today, so that's a really good start. Um, have, have you got to hear, hear her uh, meow yet? I love when cats yeah. meow. I love when they're very vocal. She is actually not very vocal, but I have heard her meow when she wants to be pet. Uh, and it's a very soft <gasps> meow. It's like a meow. <laughs> like that. Aww, <laughs> so, cute. Yeah, it's really cute. And sometimes she just like, she sees you coming and she'll just open up her mouth and not say anything. Just go. Ah. <laughs> it's really cute. I'm very excited to meet her eventually when I come visit. Probably next year, I think, yes. is, is, uh, is the time. Well, her um, and her uh, her name is Luna, and she came with the name, and it just fits her because she's got these big green eyes, um, and she's black cat from Salem, so it's perfect. Very cute. Yeah. Very so it cute. it'll go along. Uh, that's the only good news um, that we have today. Uh, the Downton is a serious downer. Um, it's a downer Abbey today. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the most, the most downer, the most downer, Abby. Oh my gosh. So I guess it, we'll just, yeah. Let's, let's get going. Let's okay. get started. Okay, so uh, we open up with the shot of Highclere Castle, which is Downton Abbey. Um, nighttime. It is nighttime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The doctor is here, uh, Dr. Clarkson, and he is checking up on Sybil, Sybil, who seems to be in labor. 
or very close to being in labor. It just seems like a routine check, but she's very preggers. Um, and they're just like, she's doing great. Not, not, nothing, nothing's happening yet. Soon, but not yet. Right, it's kind of like those Braxton Hicks contractions that just happen a little bit earlier than uh, they're about to give birth. But um, everybody is like, had been woken up apparently. It's like a false alarm and they've just got a lot of nerves and things about this baby especially Branson um, and then uh, Robert says to the doctor that he wants to bring another doctor which I think we've met before um, at some point uh, really? To, yeah he, he was like in in like one of the episodes it's just a random person yeah, I think I think he talks about it more with Cora in like a minute. But yes, I I don't think he mentions the doctor just yet. But um, but yes, now we are downstairs in the kitchen. Everyone looks like they're in. So it looks like maybe a couple more hours had passed. Everyone went back mm-hmm. to sleep, and now it's the mm-hmm. morning. Um, everyone is downstairs uh, eating their breakfast, I guess. And the new um, maid Ivy just says something like, "Oh." Um, I think it would be nice to have a baby here or something like that. Or like, you know, that would be good. And and they're just kind of all discussing the different aspects of what it would be like to have a baby in Downton. And then something about Jimmy, the new guy, he says something like... What does he say? It was such a weird back and forth. I I didn't... Let me just play it because I want to make sure that we just get all little aspects because there's just so many little things going on in this scene. So I'll just play it. We've got all the modern inventions. Far away from everyone you know and trust. I don't think I would. What are you talking about? Having babies for Ivy? I think we can leave that for a little further down the menu. Thank you. It's always an idea <laughs> yeah, to be prepared. She said she'd rather have a baby. I expect you are always prepared. Try to be, Mr. Burr. I don't like the direction this conversation is taking. <laughs> Could we all begin the day's tasks, please? And remember, Lady Sybil is in a delicate condition, so no noise on the gallery. Okay, so everybody's just, you know, excited about this baby. Ivy says she's something, she's excited, and then Daisy totally snaps at her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, she's like, it doesn't matter to you. Like, why do I- you care? I oh, know. Daisy. Jesus. Can you not, please? She's just jealous because we know that she really likes Alfred. So. And Alfred already took a liking to Ivy because she's she's fresh meat, basically. Exactly. Oh, and, Alfred and, I... will, and Alfred will flirt with anything. Oh, yeah. That's so true. He's, he's with... like a tall, handsome young man, so he's going to flirt with anybody. Um, yes. Then we've got... Cora and Robert in their room, and I just want to play it for the reasons why Robert wants to invite this other doctor. We can't risk her welfare to soothe Clarkson's feelings. I know. I like the old boy, but he did misdiagnose Matthew, and he did miss the warning signs with Lavinia. Thank you, O'Brien. Is that fair? He didn't want to get Matthew's hopes up when it wouldn't make any difference. And with Lavinia, the disease could move like lightning. I know, I know. But even so... Sir Philip Tapsell may have delivered many lords and royal highnesses, but he doesn't know us. I'll ask him to include Clarkson in his deliberations. Will that satisfy you? I suppose so. 
Okay. So this pissed me off. Yeah. I mean, Robert, obviously. Who is not a doctor and has no right to say anything medical related, um, says that he doesn't trust Dr. Clarkson's diagnose- diagnoses anymore because mm-hmm. he t- technically misdiagnosed Matthew, which no one could have foreseen. I That is a like such a specific situation because he didn't want to get his hopes up. He didn't know if the swelling was going to go down. Like, what was he supposed to say? Yeah, and that he didn't, he wasn't able to stop the disease from killing Lavinia when, again, it seems like it's a very sporadic virus that could, that takes people very quickly, and the whole family knew this. So it's just like, it's wet, it's like a 50-50 shot of whether you, you live or you die. Like Literally, this is just for the plot. This is, like, this is just to make us to get these this argument going in, in the future of this episode so and i said i'm gonna, I'm gonna save this but i say that later for another reason <laughs> and okay. i will and i will say it okay <laughs> i firmly believe that this show just makes shit up for the for just the point of the plot like well, I, every show does but it's a bit more contrived it, it definitely feels contrived a lot and and this is definitely one of those moments um Yes. So, so Miss O'Brien and, uh, of earlier had kind of seen a little back and forth between Jimmy and Thomas, and so she's devising something. Um, trying to get Thomas to engage with Jimmy. Um, so he's like, Jimmy's like, I need to wind the clocks. And, and do you know if there's anybody who can help me with that? And obviously O'Brien's like, well, you should ask Thomas because he really, really would be willing to help you. And of course Thomas is because Jimmy is a very attractive man and Thomas has like a crush on him. So she wants to get back at Thomas by probably making Thomas and Jimmy closer together in some way. Um, Yeah. And in a way, maybe making Thomas think, something that isn't there by like forcing jimmy to hang out with thomas because she's like yeah she's like oh he's he's a valet for for the lord so if you're if you're nice to him he'll probably say nice things about you to the lord so she's basically Mm -hmm. saying like you should get on thomas's good side definitely definitely um then we've got sybil and mary sybil says something like my ankles are really swollen and my back really hurts and that's not you know good she doesn't feel very good. And she says her head really hurts. And it's just like, that's yeah, the not. Head, the head is definitely um, worrisome. Because, yeah, I mean, I mean, this, the, the ankle swelling seems very, I mean, she's laying down. She shouldn't, she shouldn't continuously have swell, swollen ankles if she's mm-hmm. been, if she's been propping them up. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's not good. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of aspects of childbirth that are a little alarming. I would know. My sister was just pregnant. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh, that's true. But we also remember we watched that movie, which was really depressing as well. The um, uh, pieces of a woman, and I think about that like beginning sentence a lot. You know, the sorry, the beginning scene of that movie, um, and it just definitely is like traumatizing just even thinking about that situation and how she wasn't she also wasn't kind of like in her right mind like the way Sybil gets soon um yeah yeah. and it's just like oh that's not good like this is really not a good situation if the mom isn't very lucid you know for sure for sure um 
But now Sybil's just talking to Mary about the fact that she is worried about christening the baby and inside Downton. She's like, I don't really mind to do that. We were supposed to do it in Dublin. And she's just kind of ruminating about the differences between her and Tom and what they both want is something slightly different than the each other. Um, and we'll get a little bit more about that in the future. But it's just kind of another plot to have. I feel like it's just something for um, Sybil to have to like worry about as well. Yeah. And it's just like odd because it doesn't really fit in so much with with everything else. It's just like, well, give Sybil something else to talk about other than the fact that she's really uncomfortable right now. Um, Yeah. So. And that she's like, and that she's giving everything up basically to be with, to be with Branson. Like, it's just, it's 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 always the same, in a way, the same things that, it just seems that she has the same thing to say every time we, we kind of see her. Like, oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, I love, I love, I love Branson. (laughs) I'll do whatever my husband wants. Um, then we wants. just saw that scene with Thomas and Jimmy and Thomas is getting really close to Jimmy, fixing up the clocks, talking about the clock, like a living person and saying his parents, his father's a clockmaker. So he's, he knows about clocks a lot and he has his hand on Jimmy's shoulder and he's like right yeah. up on him. And it's, yeah. it's a little it's bit It's very like first date, like here, let me show you how to do this. Like, oh, we're playing uh-huh. ski ball. Let me, let me hold yeah, your hand. Hold your let hand. me hold your hand in my hand while I show ski you ball. how to how to play ski ball <laughs> i was gonna say like mini golf <laughs> or mini golf or That's darts bit, i don't know yeah hold the dart in the hand and throw yeah. it yeah yeah for Basically, sure for very sure. close like thomas is like is like whispering like in his ear like he's like really close to jimmy um so and i think he just says like uh yeah he was just telling him how to wind the clock and, yeah and yeah it was yeah. it was, it was a jimmy was noticing exchange. i mean jimmy, he, jimmy was... just was kind of noticing that he was getting a little close to him and he was like mm, yeah okay. yeah he was he was but now we're back with mr bits and, and then anna. There, there's one line that anna says she's like why did they keep me from you for so long and he goes whatever the reason it's over like he doesn't even get into it like that's the last episode's issue why don't you go watch that and uh <laughs> You'll I know, it's like, that's in the past. We need to move forward now, Anna. Stop asking questions that don't matter anymore. Um, but yes, yeah, so they were now able to meet because they had been keeping them separate. They were, like, hoarding their letters from them. They, like, wouldn't send their letters out to each other. So now they this is their first get-together since uh, since last episode's ordeal. Um, yeah, and I think I should play this because he's going to explain some evidence. Um, and yes. I know you're going to have questions about it, so... Uh, we might as me? well just play it. Yeah, oh. you. <laughs> that seemed straightforward to me. I was like, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. doesn't okay. matter whatever the reason it's over. The point is someone has to question Mrs. Bartlett. You wrote and said she saw Vera on the evening of the day of her death. That's right. She went for a walk. The door was open and she went in. And she saw Vera scrubbing pastry from under her nails. I wrote that because it was such a strange detail for her to remember. She was making the pie that she ate that night when I was on the train back to Downton. So Vera planned this? She meant for you to be imprisoned. Yeah, no shit. She meant for you to be hanged for her suicide. It was her revenge. Yes. What a revenge. She was a real petty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the p- 
pettiest. They'll say you poisoned the milk or the, the flour or something to catch her after you'd gone. They tested everything in the kitchen. They said it was in the pastry where I couldn't have put it. The flour <gasps> was in the pastry, wasn't it? Oh, I hope she's burning. Uh, yeah. But like, but don't go down that road. But all of the flour. So did they test? Did they test the bag, the whatever box or bag of flour as well? And that had nothing in it. It was just yeah. the flour that was used for the pastry. I think they just tested the pastry. I don't think. I don't know. Um, whatever. I. <laughs> it, it it explained it. I mean, it definitely is very clear that Vera planned her own death and uh, framed Bates for it. So. Um, I'm surprised that even during this time they were able to figure that much out. Like, they tested everything (laughs) in the kitchen for poison and only the pastry dough had poison in it. Like, Like they were so thorough. Yeah, why were they so (laughs) thorough? Why didn't they figure this out before Bates got sent to jail? It just seemed so clear that... but, But this other woman knows some information. So that's what's... It'll It'll help. Um, yes, just but also if they found it just in the pastry dough, why would they need Miss Bartlett then? Like if they tested everything in the kitchen and it was just in the pastry dough that Mr. Bates was nowhere near, mm-hmm. why would they need Mrs. Bartlett to te- to attest to this? I I I I I don't know. Whatever. I will find out. They're probably gonna do some kind of trial or inquiry or something of oh, hers. So gosh. we'll get to it. Okay. Uh, okay, then this is really quick. Isabel is telling Ethel because I thought we'd seen the last of Ethel. We had not. Bitch, you thought you'd seen Apparently the last not, of Apparently not also. You no. lied to me. I you didn't lied know. To me. I didn't I didn't remember. And as you can imagine, the main plot point of this episode is not the fact that Ethel comes back, okay? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's a so, very small very small portion of this. So Isabel's being very nice and offering Ethel a job um, at at her estate uh, or like uh, the place that she's staying, uh, whatever. Um, honestly, just because she feels bad for her. Like honestly, because she feels bad. It's the like, only reason. Like Ethel has no skills, and yeah, it's just was, like Ethel was just like a, a lady's maid, right? Or was she just like yeah. a regular maid? Like what did she? What did she do? Did she just like she was a lady maid? I think put yeah. stuff away. Like, did she dress any of the of the daughters? I don't. I she was Anna's roommate, so maybe you know, maybe. maybe. Yeah, but Isabel Isabel gives her a job. She's like, you can work with Mrs. Burp. <laughs> so. Which we know how well that's gonna go. I know. I'm like, go did you on think because Miss Burp just just <laughs> talked about how much she hated Ethel in the previous episode. So this is gonna go swimmingly, Isabel. You're <laughs> not know, making a like... terrible decision at all. I'm speaking so sarcastically; it hurts. Okay, so then we've got the guy who was kicked out of Bates's room, and then the uh, scummy cop, the. the scummy uh who seems to be like his goon or something like i don't know why they're so obsessed with mr bates but they're just like he spoke with his wife i wonder what that was about like well she can't be pregnant because he's been in jail since they've been married yeah and and they're just like gossiping and they're just like oh what's he so happy about we better put an end to this like he's too happy and i'm like what the why do you care they just hate him i mean he has like the most punchable face though so like they both do Uh, yeah 100 percent like um, like all like, these men 
that they yeah. cast. They're, and he they're walks, really. And he's like, he's like, where'd you, where did you see where he kept his letters? I'll go into his room and like, and like steal them. I'm just like, yeah. dude, I, like, <sighs> go find someone else to pick on. Or There's like, nothing else to do in jail but start shit. No, other than, other than make the inmates feel like crap. Yeah. So then we have Matthew and Mary walking on the estate. Apparently it's a farm that this really old man, uh, Coulter used to live at, um, but he hasn't been able to farm it because he's too old. So basically yes. I think the whole situation is that the, the estate needs to be managed like this farm needs to be actually in use and nobody is, is using it. And he feels like it needs to be worked and it needs to be somebody who can work the land. So this Coulter guy apparently is not, they're just wasting their money on him. Like they're giving him a salary of somebody who works the land and he does not. So it's like, uh, all right, well then maybe we should get somebody in here who, who can actually make a difference and, and make this uh, a working farm, which, you know, that's a big deal. You should definitely have that. You know? Yeah. And Matthew makes like a slight comment about like Robert maybe not knowing how to how to run the estate properly or something. Like he kinda says something. Yeah. Like, he says he, it he's, he's thinking like, he's about like it. Robert equates being a business uh being a businessman to being mean or something. I don't know. Exactly. So maybe he just doesn't he just doesn't yeah. make the decisions that are best for Downton. Yeah. Um, but also yeah, I just remembered that's very true. What? In the last what? episode in the last uh-huh. episode, didn't we find out that someone was mismanaging the estate? Yes, that just was that's... not brought up. Was was that why Matthew wanted to talk to the lawyer at the yes. at the end? This is the thing. This is what is being mismanaged. Is this whole estate thing? This whole okay. farm. These situation. little like cottages and farms and stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, um, and okay. that is the that is the thing. So it turned out to be not that fun. To be honest, I thought it was going to be a little bit more. Yeah, no. I thought it was going to be a little bit more like, 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 oh, this guy was behind it. Like, I don't know, some like some big, some big conspiracy or some big scandal. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it's very sure. boring. It is boring. It's boring. Um, but now we're at dinner. This uh, this other doctor has arrived. Um, so it's, he's he only knows how he's basically like a male midwife. He's like a mid husband. I mean, he's a doctor who delivers babies um, okay. specifically, so I think he's just a gynecologist or, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, he's just a doctor that specializes in, in childbirth. Okay. Yeah, and he specializes in childbirth with, like, really famous people, like royals and highborns and stuff. Um, I so, see. So, uh, which is just, it's, again, it's just, I'm going to say it again, it's just... This is wild that this man who's birthed so many babies doesn't see the signs of preeclampsia. Like, these are textbook signs, and he just doesn't even acknowledge them. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Um, yes. Oh, Kim- it's so Kimmy made some stupid. fun comments during this episode. So oh, I'll, yeah. once, 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 the things, once the thing happens, uh, I'll go into more of what she said. But yeah, so we're all at dinner. Yeah. We're kind of just waiting for Sybil to give birth, basically. I think, I guess yeah. that's why they invited this guy over. Uh-huh. Because um, it's supposed to be soon. Like, she's supposed to be going into labor soon, and they're just like, we need to invite Dr. Clarkson. We, it would be it would be best for everybody. This is actually the day before, because they this is not why they're being interrupted. That's the, that's that's the next right. time. So this is, like, I think, the end of the day, and then the next day 
we still have more. Um, and then Matthew talks to Sir Philip, this doctor, about Since his he has concern. a moment alone with him. Yeah, his um, concern he's about... about his penis. Yeah, and his fertility. <laughs> yes. If his little swimmers are going to be able to get there, you know? Yeah, to get to where they need to be, to to cross the finish line. <laughs> and he's like, well, if you haven't seen any, like, if everything's in working order, it should be fine. And he's like, okay. You know, and he's like, you've only been trying a few months. Keep trying. Which, it's not the worst advice. It it definitely is like, okay, sure. That's generally what yeah. they tell people is like, you try for like six months. And yeah. if that's is this, not... Is this- Huh? Is it still too soon in history to where, like, if uh, all the, like, fertility checks could have been happening if, if, a, if a couple was having issues having children? Like, were they... Was this even an option back at this time? Like, checking sperm yeah. count and checking... I think so, because like they, have, they have microscopes. Um, so it, it is definitely possible to take a sperm sample and see how many of them are moving around in there and how, you know, it's like, that's what a microscope does. So I, I think that that's definitely possible to, to see. Um, I don't know exactly what the like scientific way of doing that is, but yeah, you know, but I would think the he does say, but the doctor's official diagnosis was Matthew's anxious. And if he just stops being anxious, <sighs> everything will be just fine. Wow, okay, thanks dude. for that. He goes, just stop being anxious. Input, doctor. <laughs> I can tell that someone who doesn't know anything about the medical field wrote that line. <laughs> wrote <laughs> yeah. this exchange. It's right. great. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's ridiculous. Um, also, so Anna then comes Anna, back. Yeah, Anna's back and she's telling Robert about the fact that Mr. Bates was framed by his own wife. and yes, the new evidence. Yeah. And the fact that there's the new evidence and that she would like to talk to the lawyer. And so he's like, okay, we'll get Murray here so that she can take your, what you have to say about it. Um, and so he's, he's going to come. Um, and it's good. It's, it's definitely good that we're, we're getting the, the ball rolling for this uh, Mr. Bates getting out of prison thing. Um, and then for Edith, sure. Edith gets a letter at breakfast um, and I think I'll play uh, a little bit of the end of this because I think it's it's worth playing for Edith. What about okay. Once a week. And I can write about whatever I like. It would be the problems faced by a modern woman rather than the fall of the Ottoman Empire, but even so. But will you write under your own name? I hadn't thought. You won't have an option. That's what he's buying. That's what he wants. Your name and your title. I don't know. I thought Edith's letter to the Times was very interesting. Don't bother, Matthew. I'm always a failure in this family. Yeah, it's just she's fucking right. <laughs> like, they don't think of her as like an equal. <laughs> you know? Uh. They don't. I mean, I I don't know if 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 I'd go as far as like to them for them to think that she's a failure like a nuisance or anything because right. like she's obviously trying they're just not very supportive like they're no, not they like, really aren't you know they're it's not like, supportive everything edith's tried to do it's been met with derision 
Yeah. Um, Even when she wrote the letter to the Times in the first place, he's like, well, it's not going to get printed. And then he gets printed and he's like, well, that's just beginner's luck. Like, it's just, it's... So I'm mean. really pissed at Robert lately. I oh, hope it this shows. This episode... I hope I it mean, shows. I mean, I just... Robert is such a problematic character. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. Um, <laughs> Such an understatement. So, okay. Then we've We're back got... Back at Isabel's. Yes. At Isabel's place. She's talking to, to, to Miss Bird. And, and oh, oh, what do you know? Miss Bird. Is it Mrs.? I don't know. Mrs. Bird. She's not happy that Ethel's going to be working with her. My cat has joined us. Hello, oh? sweetie. She's, she's, in, she's checking out my closet right now. Continue. Oh. <laughs> Um, but basically, like, if, and whatever Mrs. Bird has to say doesn't make any sense. She's like, well, if people, if people know that I'm working alongside someone who used to be a prostitute, they'll think that I'm okay with people being prostitutes or something. I don't know. I know. It's, just, it, it's, it's like, I'm not uh, going to tarnish my good name is all I have. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway. And, I, and Isabel pulls like the bitchiest move and is like, okay, well, where will you go? And then Mrs. Bird's like, oh, I guess... I, you know, didn't think you were going to say that, but uh, I guess I'm going to go back and stay with my sister. And Isabel's like, all right. Have hey, fun. Talk to you <laughs> yeah, later. She's like, goodbye. Good luck. Mrs. Bird's like, uh, uh, what? Like, she didn't expect her. She's like, it's so basically just drop her. Ethel yeah. or me, and she chose Ethel. And it doesn't make any sense because Mrs. Bird is a good cook, and she manages the house just fine, and she's been good yes, to Isabel. I understand <laughs> Isabel like felt bad for Ethel, but why couldn't Ethel just be like a housemaid or something? Or like, so was Mrs. Bird doing everything? Cooking, cleaning? Like yeah, what was mostly she, doing? I mean, he, he just was dressing, just dressing just and dressing Matthew, yeah, cleaning things probably as well. Um, I, th- I think I did see him help clean something in a previous episode. Yeah. But like, he was cleaning and he wasn't cooking. He was just helping Matthew dress and then also helping Mrs. Bird with stuff. And, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Or or Isabel could just use her connections to get Ethel a job somewhere. Like why? Totally. Like why did Isabel have to take her on? It's contrived. It's contrived. Uh, maybe because okay. they paid the actress for the entire season, and they were like, "We got to figure out something for her to do." <laughs> okay. Well, then that's just sloppy casting and writing at the same time. Yeah. Um, we're back in the kitchen. Ivy is talking to both Jimmy and Alfred. Um, I think they're just talking about how much Daisy hates Ivy. Um. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know why she hates me. She just hates me. <laughs> she's just hated uh, me ever since I, ever since I came here. And she's, um, and she's Alfred's pretty like, and taller. <laughs> yeah. And Alfred's like, well, she, we don't know what she's missing being, being mad at someone as beautiful as you. But then she kind of makes a hint that she's interested in Jimmy. And so Alfred's getting a little like. So yeah, some competition. A little bit of a love triangle downstairs right now. A little bit of a, a Kimmy said a love square. Oh, it's um, a love square, including Thomas. There's there's a lot going on down there. Well, then we need to add an extra side for Daisy, even though she has or she she has no foot in this running, but she's love Pentagon because she does like <laughs> she is in there. Um. So then everybody's got, so She's I guess the whole day has gone by because now it's time for dinner again. Cause they're all in their evening clothes. Um, 
Yes. They're talking to Branson about how sad he is about not being able to go to Dublin. Um, but he's just very nervous about his wife. Um, Granny's yeah. he's there. Like, he's, like, he's like, at this point, I don't care. As long as as long as long she comes out of this alive. <gasps> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I just was dreading this episode. Like, I... I knew Did you it was know that this coming. was the episode? You knew this oh, was yeah. the episode? I knew oh, it. No. I knew it. I, and I had was like, no idea. Like, I, I mean, uh... I called it. I, I, I'll, I'll try to figure out where I had called it, but I was like, I was like, either Sybil's dying or this baby is dying. Like, that is, I knew it was happening. And, and for like the first like 30 minutes of this, of this episode, like no music plays. Mm. Unless, uh, unless I, unless I missed, unless I couldn't hear anything, but. Yeah, I mean it plays. I it's just not as like not as not much. A lot there of... were there were a lot of silent parts. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot more straightforward this episode, which I definitely enjoyed that that aspect of it. I don't like it when it's overly dramatic, and I think that this whole doctor fight thing and the, the drama with it is honestly, oh my honestly gosh, good. what? I hate the whole doctor doctor fighting part. I just it's, it, oh it's terrible. God. I mean, it kills Sybil so. Sorry, yeah. spoilers, but you know, spoilers. It kills yeah, basically. So then we're basically that scene we just watched. I mean, it just was them explaining that the doctor Clarkson is going to come up, and um, Cora really wants him there because Doctor Clarkson knows the girls. He he's been with them their whole lives. He knows their bodies, you know. So it, it definitely is like. It good to have the family doctor there and for some yeah. reason robert's like we don't need him we don't need you know and it's like what yeah both robert like, and philip are both like that's not necessary and she's like i told him i was going to tell him so i'm going to tell him so fuck off robert like that's basically what she's trying to say to him it's so it's so fucked up it like makes no sense why they wouldn't want to have dr clarkson there anyway um then we're back downstairs and um, we've got the Ivy, like, this is Holland Days that's been, I guess, on a Bon Marie there. On a double boiler. Double or boiler. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, she, like, apparently Alfred knows this trick where if you take it off real fast, it curdles. And then if you mix in an egg, it will fix it. Um so Daisy walks away and she comes back and it's curdled and she's like, no, damn it. I got to remake it. And she had just told Ivy to do like 10 things. And, um, then, uh, Alfred's like, it's fine. I got it. And she puts, he puts the egg in there. It's a trick of the trade. And, um, Mrs. Patmore sees him doing this and she's like, well, okay. And, um, it, then Ivy kind of saves the day for, uh, well, Alfred makes it seem like Ivy saved it because Alfred's yeah, one exactly. trying to get Daisy off of off of Ivy's back because he likes her and he needs to get a one up over over Jimmy. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's why he's helping her out. It's really cool that Alfred knows this trick, even though he could have ruined dinner. But um. uh, definitely, definitely, wouldn't that make the holidays <laughs> just like really eggy? Like I don't understand. I, I mean, how does that? Fit? I don't. I don't think that's how that would have worked out. But whatever, it. Apparently in in Downton world, it's it's fixed now. Um, and so Miss Patmore is like, "Why don't you thank her, Daisy?" And Daisy's like, "Okay, thanks." And Miss Patmore's like, "Oh, well, that wasn't so hard, was it?" Yeah, she's um, like, "You know, Alfred would like you more if you were nicer to Ivy." 
Yeah. Like, you're such a bitch to her. Like, he's not going to like you because you're being mean. I love, you know? I, I love Mrs. Patmore now that she's gotten her eyes fixed. She just was, she just was unbearable. <laughs> she was too much for that one episode. Was that was ridiculous. unbearable that first season. I'm so yeah. glad that, like, I, I feel better about her now. Um, but she's really funny and she, like, she, she tells Daisy to stop, stop being a bitch. So, you know, it's really, it's really nice. Um. Did you hear a little meow? No, I didn't. There she is. Oh, she's purring. Hi, sweetie. Oh, I heard a little noise. Oh. Oh. She's purring, you hear her? Oh, she wants to get down. Okay, buddy. <laughs> she's cute, huh? She doesn't like it when I pick her she's up. So she's so cute. She's not into that. Like she really is. Like, what are you doing? Stop picking me is up. Is she is she still young? Could you could you get her used to being being held? Yeah, she's a year old. Um, okay. So I think she'll she'll get used to us, and I'm gonna cuddle with her and pick her up every day. You know, so maybe she'll get used to it. <laughs> Dude kind of got used to it. He was like, he doesn't love it, but you know, he kind of just handles it now. <laughs> so. Well, and you guys have had him since he was a kitten, so... And yeah, and that's I, true. I don't think he likes being picked up. No, he doesn't. I mean, he he, he's kind of... He's kind of complacent about it, but he doesn't like it. <laughs> so... Yeah, for yeah. sure. But you guys got to hear my kitty. So cute! Luna. Luna, yeah. Um, um, so we're back at dinner again. They're really just waiting. Is this is this the dinner? Is this dinner yeah, what happens? this is the dinner. Basically, Matthew brought up the whole Edith thing again, and... They're just kind of oh, that's right joke because Violet, Violet didn't know about it. So yeah, Violet needed to be in the loop about this. Um, and she was and... like, "Oh, next thing you'll you'll be on the stage." And she's like, "See, nobody oh, cares about right. me." <laughs> See, everyone everyone doesn't support me. Everyone sucks. Yeah, um, so but dinner's been suspended. Yep, it's it's nurse paused. came in is like it's time, and <laughs> and yes, dinner is on pause. And Miss Petmore was like, "What the fuck." <laughs> she knew that this would possibly happen so yeah um i know they'll deal so then Dr. Scene... yeah oh, okay do you want me to play this can or... you just play the stupid conversation that they have yeah <laughs> it just, I just, I, like, i'm so mad i'm so I know. Mad. it was it was bad okay <laughs> so mad. what do you mean concerned lady sybil's ankles are swollen and she seems muddled well, sort of muddled. Not quite there. Not quite in the present moment. Then what do you think it means? It means she's having a baby. Oh, shut the fuck up, dude. Not a <clears throat> word, Dr. Clarkson. Excuse me. So Philip mustn't bully him into silence. My dear, this is just Clarkson's professional pride. Like barbers asking who last cut your hair. They always want to be better than any other practitioner. But we must listen to what he has to say. I quite agree. I don't want to hurt Sir Philip's feelings. If there's one thing that I'm quite indifferent to, it's Sir Philip Tapsell's feelings. You Thank are upsetting you. these people for no reason at all. I am not. I think she may be toxemic with the danger of eclampsia, in which case we must act fast. There is no danger whatsoever. Judging by my experience, Lady Sybil is behaving perfectly normally. Do you not find the baby small? Not unusually so. And the ankles? Maybe she has thick ankles. Lots of women do. But she does not. I warn you, Doctor. 
If you wish to remain, you must be silent. I Maybe she has thick ankles? First of all, fuck you. <laughs> Second of all... Trust Dr. Clarkson. Dr. Clarkson knows her. Like, why? Dr. Clarkson has looked at her ankles her whole life. It was really risque. Okay. And and what Robert had to say, like, oh, they're just they're just two professionals competing for the for the for the top. Like, what? I'm like, what? They're, you have a person and a baby who could yeah. possibly be in danger here. Why would they be? Why would they be quarreling over something as stupid as this? Like. It, I'm I'm so mad at Robert. Like I I it's his fault. Stand him. It's it's one hundred percent his fault that his daughter dies. Like I mean, uh, yeah, that it's, it's just completely his fault. It is his yes. fault. Yes, it's and he knows it, fault. and he kind of admits it in the end too. He does. So Ethel is struggle bus, and she decided to make a kidney pie. She burns herself. She stands up and gets this thing out, and Isabel's like, "Why'd you try to make a?" A kidney pie. That's like a difficult dish. Like a kidney yeah, souffle. Couldn't, couldn't you Isn't have that started a bit with like mac and cheese or like cereal? <laughs> like why? Why did you start with the hardest, the hardest thing, which is a kidney souffle? And uh, it looks and, terrible. And she's, she's like, like should, should I just I try something, something else? else? And Isabel's like, no, because at this point we'll be eating past midnight. So let's just call it a day. <laughs> You know what? You know what would have been easy to make is pasta. But you know what? Yeah. They eat pasta because it's just not how it worked. You know, they ate like what they ate. They ate like the same foods all the time. It's like, where the fuck are you supposed to get pasta? You know? But that takes like two minutes to make. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what that little, little downstairs conversation was but mr mosley is confronting mr carson about this mrs bird has sent him a letter just outlining everything going on with mrs bird leaving and ethel coming in um then we get this shot of ethel or of sybil who is sitting with branson and she looks horrible i mean when women give birth they definitely look really bad but she looks like so bad. I mean, her hair is she like is, so she is wet. sweaty. Her oh. face is red. Like, oh, oh my gosh, she's, she's in just so much pain, and she cannot speak right. She's like, I'll like lie back and look at the stars, and she like, it's like there's yeah, something she, wrong. She starts to go delirious. Yes, like exactly. Like, and that's not good. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, Dr. Clarkson comes in, says he wants to test a sample of her urine so that they can check for the eclampsia. Yeah. Um, and, you know, F- Dr. Philip is like, how dare you? And, and this is where, and this is where Sybil starts, starts to lose it. She's like, she's like, am I on duty? I'm sorry. I should go, I should go get ready for duty. And he's like, you're not on duty. Like, she's like, this is not good. It's not good. Dude. It honestly is not normal to not be lucid. I mean, you could be tired, but you know where you are. You know, your brain's not, like, swelling when you're giving birth. So it's not good. Like, you really need to be, like, aware of what's going on and not so, like... I mean, I can understand if you're just really tired, but this is, like, a totally different situation. She's, like, totally... 
um, totally out of it. So it's definitely not good. Um, and Mr. Yeah. Carson uh, is just confronting Mrs. Hughes and, and Mr. Mosley, just talking to them about this letter. And basically Carson's like, she had a right to leave, obviously. And, uh, and then Mrs. Hughes is kind of defending Isabel saying like, this is Ethel. Like she's, she used to be a prostitute. She's changing. Like she doesn't want to be one anymore. So why do we need to criticize her? And, yeah, of course, she Carson used to work was... for us, and other than having a mouth on her, like she was, ne- she was never a bad person. Yeah. Like, so there's no reason to like. Let's give Ethel a shot, basically. Miss uh, Mrs. Hughes is like, let's let's give her a shot and and see how she goes. I mean, if she's terrible, then Isabel will probably do the right thing and fire her. Right. It it'll probably figure itself out. That's what she says. So so they're keeping it secret, which I still think is a stupid idea. But I also think that Isabel made a terrible mistake in hiring Ethel. Oh, yeah. Purely, purely for the fact to, to give her a kitchen role. If, if she'd give her just any other small role, that would have been fine. But the fact that... Managing a house is a lot of work, and she has to do it by herself. Like, at least at yeah. least Isabel should hire somebody else. Yeah, like, she shouldn't have told Mrs. Burr that they were going to be working closely together. Like, they should have just given them two separate, two separate jobs so they could have just not been around each other. A hundred percent. But whatever. Um, but th- that's the matter settled. Like we don't even discuss it for the rest of the episode. So, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it on it. Ethel for now, not forever, but for now. <laughs> unfortunately, thought we'd seen the last of her. But um, so we're back in the uh, library, basically, and the doctors are all uh, they squabbling, fighting, basically, saying that you know t- we. He's talking medical stuff, and Robert goes, "Please, doctor, my mother's in the room." T- yeah, what? it's dumb so because so be- dumb lines before he says something about her uterus or something, and he's like, "I he don't need to know that." Urine. Yeah, he like was just talking about her urine, and and Robert's like, "Please, I know doctor. it's so." I just every little thing that has to like Robert just hearing anything about like female bodies, he just completely is like, "No, I don't want to hear about that." Now, like that, you know, and it's like. Uh... that that was a perfect impression of robert like that sounded just like him like that was like that was his voice oh my also that was amazing wow thanks like that was really good your impression we you had a really good impression of somebody recently and it was daisy you had a really good impression of daisy and i was like that's it did i yeah it was like a few episodes ago or something oh my gosh um so dr clarkson is arguing that she should go and get a cesarean section at the local hospital. They should take her now, like in an ambulance, bring her to the hospital, give her a C-section. That's the only way that she could possibly live. And then the other doctor is like, I'm 100% sure that she's completely fine. There's no reason we should move her. If we move her now, she could die. And so Robert obviously sides with Sir Philip and and honestly, everybody else sides with with Dr. Clarkson. Yet they still go with what Robert wants, which makes totally yeah. no sense because everybody else in the room is women and they're the ones who think that and then they're like well we have to see what branson thinks he's the father and and they don't even ask him they did literally and Robert just one ups him and says like well i'm the one paying for all these doctor's bills basically so it is my choice and i like, choose to kill my daughter what? so like you're absolutely wrong like you're the one who makes this choice um, and they downstairs they get they Branson find in. Out. Yeah, exactly. And they're like trying to tell him like what's happening, and and they're just like, we need to take her now. Like it's it's ridiculous. 
I mean, I I should play this, but it's honestly so stressful. Like, I don't... I just don't want to even, like, relive this. It's honestly just them squabbling about how they think they can save her if they take her to the hospital. But Robert just is like, no, she's, she's never going to... She's not going to go. We, she's safe. She's going to be just fine. It's like, you don't know shit about childbirth, dude. Like, you don't understand anything. Do you really think that she's okay? Because she's not. It's just... Ugh. And obviously, Cora is fighting for her to go. And she's like, I would have taken was, her to the I think it was right here when Kimmy was like... when uh, I think Dr. Phillips says that eclampsia is very rare. And right. Kimmy, which is not and, true. And, and at this point, yeah, Kimmy says, it is not rare. It is very common. Like, yes. this is something that can happen very easily in pregnancies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, um, you need to be... Like, literally every doctor is so like aware of the signs of eclampsia because it is definitely something that could possibly happen and has happened many times and and it, women can be saved by cesarean section when they have eclampsia obviously you know they could still die because it's a surgery but um it's still safer to do a c-section on somebody with eclampsia than it is to have an, a natural birth so that's what he's saying um and uh, obviously, Robert chooses wrong. So we hear a screaming from Sybil. Um, and yes. everybody, all the women run towards her. So something crazy is happening. Oh, here's Ethel. Right. Ethel brings Isabel some tea with way too much honey in it. And uh, she's like, okay, how about we don't do that again? <laughs> yeah, she, she drinks it. I'm like, I'm like, hopefully Ethel can make a decent cup of tea. And she drinks nope. it. And she's like, she's like, Ethel, what is in this? She's like, oh, just some honey. She's like, okay. Well, maybe maybe not next time. I did like that line. She's like, pass that another time. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, uh, Grandmama's still there. She's just waiting for the news of the baby, of the baby being born, and then she's going to go. So, it's pretty late, I think, and she's Yeah, she doesn't want to leave, because she's just like, if I don't stay, I won't hear the news until, until too late, and I just want to... She wants to stick around. Um, the, someone the, comes in. The atmosphere in. is oh. so tense. Yeah. Mary comes it in. Is. She's like, the baby's been born. They're both perfectly fine. I, I remember the music The music starting at this point. Like, I was like, oh, cool. Like, it puts you in a false sense of security, basically. The 100%. music starts. And they're like, the baby is born. Come see baby. the darling daughter. The darling, darling baby girl. And, and everything... Everything is grand. And lit- I mean, little did you know, but I knew. I, d- I knew someone was dying. I was, I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, there is some, there is some funk in the air in this episode. Like I was, I felt it. I felt it like, oh yeah, like earlier. I was like, someone's dying. Someone. It's lit darkly. It's mostly at night. I mean, they really, they don't have like any day at all in this whole entire episode it's like just I'm, I'm already pissed off so of course someone was gonna die so i just like it's i'm pretty sure i was i was equally as angry during the lavinia death episode too so it's just yeah but i think that was a better episode like i i don't know why i think that it's just that one was a lot more exciting like this one is just yeah i can i can agree with you i can agree with you <laughs> like there's like the whole Mary and Matthew kiss and that whole. We go situation. we go back and listen. We both gave it like twos. Like it's <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Um, Sybil's kind of still in her delirious state, telling her mother, you know, about the fact that Branson's thinking about moving to Manchester to be a, a like a 
a car engine. A mechanic. Mechanic. Yeah, yeah he and, wants to go back to working with cars, and she's like, "No, you're better than that. You need to, you need to. We need to not backtrack." She's like, "We can't go back now." Yeah, I don't know why she is so concerned with this at this very moment. I think she's just really fixated on it because she's sick. Um, yeah. So it's just like something in her. And Cora's like, it's all good. You know, we'll talk about it later. And it's like, yeah, this is something that does not need to be solved immediately. How about you do this after you get some rest and then you guys can maybe discuss it in tomorrow. Right? Um, yeah, tomorrow. Uh, 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 uh. Tomorrow uh, uh, never uh. comes for Sybil. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, it's probably already tomorrow. It's probably super yeah. late where they are yeah. at this time. Um, but everyone's starting to relax. We're back at dinner. Like late. Uh, yeah. no, we're, we're downstairs. Everyone's just chilling, uh, waiting for yeah. the news. And now everyone downstairs has heard that it's a girl. Yeah, and Thomas keeps looking over at Jimmy. And it just kind of keeps smiling. And This uh, part! <laughs> Do you want me to to you, play? You can, it? sure, sure. Okay. okay, here we go. Good news. Do you like Lady Sybil? I do. We worked together in the hospital during the war, so I know her best than all of them, really. Okay. She's a lovely person, like you. Oh, he grabs his arm, kind of squeezes. <gasps> oh, he touched. He touched me. And then, obviously, O'Brien kind of saw what was going on there. Anything the matter? No. No. But Mr. Barrow's so familiar all the time, isn't he? I'm glad to hear it. That's a very good sign. If he's tetting to you, he'll definitely put in a good word with his lordship. So I'd like to tell him to keep his distance. Mm. Do you want to get your marching orders, then? Why, what are you implying? Nothing unseemly, I hope. No. You know it's unseemly. No, nothing like that. You know it is. Good night. <laughs> She's so... I, I know O'Brien's trying... She probably thinks it's harmless just trying to, like, embarrass Thomas so he'll make a move on Jimmy and Jimmy will be like, oh, I, yeah. I don't like you like that. And, like, and then Thomas will just be embarrassed. But, like... But, like... Uh, you could also be so making Jimmy scummy. feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, by, 100%. By setting up all these, like, false... False things. Like, it's... Like, that's not it's nice. Scummy. It's scummy. It's mean. Nice, O'Brien. It's very scummy. Like, it's very bitchy of O'Brien to do. It's also, you know, again, we've said this before, but it's terrible of the writers to put the, the like, the main plot point is, like, the fact that Thomas is gay and that he'll make a move on Jimmy so that he could get, like, embarrassed. Like, it's so, it's just, again, with, like, they already did it's that just, in the very low. first episode. It's Like, low. it's very yeah, low. Like, like if anything, I would actually have really enjoyed Thomas having like a very nice, like like healthy relationship with someone in this show. Like, like and Dude, not we're have only in, this, in the third season. Like we have so many more seasons to go. Like what else is going to happen in this? In this? Oh my god! Don't remind me. Thomas is <laughs> Thomas is never going to have a healthy relationship. The writers will never do that to him. Okay, you you know they just I. Okay, all right. The bad news has come. Okay, Sybil is yes. actively dying. Everybody is getting out of their beds. They are seeing her there. She looks terrible. I mean, she's, she's just laying there. She's having seizures. So heavily. She's even more sweaty. Oh, she's just making these noises. Her head hurts. Like she's just all of these things are going, and it's just it. This was hard to watch. It's. It's a very stressful scene. Everybody's just shocked. Like, Edith's just staring shocked. Like, Matthew's, like, hugging the 
pole of the bed in like a total like he can't even he can't even imagine what is going on right now and it's just Sybil has like a seizure so she starts like leaning back and kind of convulsing yeah convulsing and her neck's like really tight and stuff I think the actress does a really good job Um, yeah you see like the veins have popping out of her uh neck like she did such a good and the doctors are standing back there just like watching this happen because none of them can do anything and everyone's like do something do something and they can't they're not doing anything i just don't think there's anything that they can do like they're this was such a horrible scene to watch like it was terrible yeah Yeah, it's horrible i mean it's it's just it's already overtaken her it's too late she's already you know feeling the effects of the toxic you know toxemia and uh it's too late um which can happen very easily to the human body like if you have like internal bleeding it just fucks you up and you die like that's it you know um so everybody's just like staring and the Cora and Branson are the closest to her so they're definitely like you know stay with me and everything and you don't actually see her die but Mary kind of steps back and it's clear that she's died and then they have another shot of her and she's and totally she immediately pale. starts going going which is pale really like, crazy because she like that would which not happen doesn't make- no, it, it was like happened. no, it was like it was, they shot her and then they put like all this makeup on her and then she laid back there dead and they're like, oh, she's yeah, dead now. she immediately looked like she'd been dead for like a day. Like, it was it was weird. It was like like that's not how she would look. No, she would like look, she would look the same. She would look red and she would be laying there, you know, and it's yeah. just it's strange. Oh but gosh. I think that's the only way that they could have like presented it to the audience. Like, oh, she's. Oh, she's yeah. dead. Okay. To make she sure, looks, to, yeah, to make sure the audience knew she was dead. She's like, she oh, looks yeah, she's ashy, dead now. you know. And then Robert's like, she, "This can't be. She's twenty-four years old. She's healthy, you know." And it's just like, you did this to your daughter. Like, you fucking did this. <laughs> this is your fault, Robert. Yeah, you did this. It's 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 a horrible scene. It really is, and uh, you, you know you what? Know. You and Philip did this. I'm I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw Philip into this. Just definitely. They're telling everybody downstairs. Um, and Anna's crying and Thomas starts crying too because he said he already liked Sybil so much. And Oh, yeah. It's, by the it's way, upsetting. Can we, can, we quickly, can we quickly talk about that? We, we had played it, but then never talked about it. Um, so Thomas said that they work together in the hospital, which is true. It is, right. It's a true statement. But did we ever actually see scenes of them, like, getting to know each other in the hospital no like absolutely not the show just fabricated this relationship just for this episode there was that no there was that guy remember there was the soldier like there was that whole plot line of that episode with the soldier who uh lost his eyesight or something or or whatever oh no No, you remember he he was like he lost his eyesight and then he he was like, well, I can't go on. And then he killed himself. Remember that? And that was kind of Thomas and Sybil's, like, project. They were like, please let him stay here. We really like him. Remember? Um, yeah. So that, that was that was something that they did together. And, then you know, they were talking with Dr. Clarkson about that and everything. I guess so. But still. Not not enough to warrant them being, like, besties, which is how Thomas made it sound. Well, I mean, of course he's going to be besties. like, well, I'm close to the lady of the house. You know, like... Yeah. He's going to make himself 
sound good. So, but yeah. True. Everybody True. is very sad, and obviously this is a very sad situation. Uh, Carson is very upset because this is somebody who he's watched grow up, and it's really sad. Um, Thomas kind of, like, goes in the hallway and starts crying, and um, Anna follows him, and it's just like, are you okay? And he's like, if, if I died, no one would even care. And she's like, you know that's not true. And he's like, no, I know, but it's just, you know, I think it's when somebody dies that's so young and um, obviously somebody who you've interacted with, it's going to be really painful. And so, yeah, I think yeah. the actor does a really good job here. He really, you know, shows his, his vulnerability, which I like when, when Thomas does that, because we're just like, we never see him like this unless he's being scummy. And this is not that kind of situation. So, um, you know, true, true. Yeah, Very it's like true. she was only only people who actually liked me. It's like, oh yeah, sorry, buddy. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, and then Mrs. Hughes is says the sweetest spirit under this roof is gone, and I'm weeping myself. And then, oh, yes, yeah, probably out of Sybil, all the girls, Mrs. Yeah. Hughes probably liked Sybil the best. Yeah, she was the nicest one. <laughs> truly, truly though, yeah. Carson looks not okay yeah um, he's he's not all right he's just sad he's, he basically it. lost one of his daughters like yeah yeah it's and that's a lot i'm glad we have this like leftover time in this episode like she dies and we've still got like 10 more minutes of this episode so it's like we got a lot of mourning period and in in this scene with cora she's basically saying goodbye to her sitting by her side just like i'm gonna take care of you you know your husband and your your baby um and mary comes in and she's like you know you know we got to go to sleep and she's like no i just want to keep talking to who my daughter a little bit more say goodbye to her um i think they like definitely gave the actress um which is uh elizabeth mcgovern they were like okay you deserve a nice scene to say goodbye to your daughter we're gonna give you this um good acting scene you know <laughs> yeah she hasn't gotten too many of those like by herself and um and she requests that mary asks robert to sleep in a different in, in a different room tonight because she's uh because she doesn't <laughs> want to see his mug tonight and with good reason uh yeah yeah i think yeah. they really i that's i think this this end part of the this episode is good because the whole morning thing and people being so shocked with Cora like like just shocked with Sybil dying and just like the pain that it that they must feel you know um, yeah I think it's it's good it's well done um then yeah. we have a shot of the car the coming up. up yes Mr. the Murray. lawyer and he's like I should have known something was wrong when no one came and picked me up I like, know. So he, sorry. No car came picked him up from the station. He's like, oh well, okay, uh, okay. Just, just get a cab there, I guess, or I'll just yeah. get a get a car there. Yeah, and he's um, like, well, you know, so after just filling him in. Yeah, after Anna talks to him, he's like, can you, can we discuss something about the estate since you're here? Um, yeah, he's like, probably not the best time to talk about this, but since you're here, and I don't know when you'll be here next, we should just get it over with, probably. Um, but sure. Anna comes in and 
now. I don't know if they talk immediately or if another scene happens. Yeah, they, they do. And she doesn't, you know, obviously we know what she's going to say. So it's good that they don't like uh, rehash that. Um, yeah. Then we've got Branson looking over. Sybil and the two sisters are there. Um, and he's like, they're going to take her away. The, the mortuary is going to take her away. Yes. And he's like, I'm not ready to say goodbye to her yet. And so he goes, he gets up and stands in the other room. And then the sisters say their goodbyes to her. Like, you know, you're the sweetest of all of us and, um, give her kisses and everything. And Edith's like, maybe we, uh, should get along more now. And, uh, Mary's like, I don't think that that's going to happen, but maybe right now. <laughs> yeah. She's like, will we be, will we be nicer to each other now? And Mary's like, no, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, but this last time, all three of us will be together. And uh, it, it is interesting because, other. yeah, it, they're not like that's They're not that close. Like, I don't think any of them are really kind of, we didn't get a lot of like, they really, they help each other with the whole Branson situation, which was good. But it just feels like they really weren't extremely close yeah. at all like they just have such different personalities so that's probably it um, yeah they really do yeah so Anna is just telling Mr. Murray about the fact that she thinks that we they really should get this woman's statement before she realizes that they're going to use that it to what free she Mr. Bates. told Anna could free Mr. Bates yeah. exactly yeah um, and then it's time for Branson to say goodbye to Sybil and, this was uh, so again, sad. This... Branson's face Ugh. was just He's a good actor. Like, it's he so did sad. such a great job. I actually, because of Branson, I actually felt bad that Sybil had passed. Like, uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Because we didn't really know Sybil. Like, I feel like she really just didn't have... Like, she didn't really have a lot of storylines. The only one she had is, no. fa- is Branson, but it's just like... I. It just, they didn't really give her much. And I like that she was a, a nurse. And I like that she was doing all these things. And it just, I don't know. It, uh, I think they killed her off way too soon. I think they should have just kept her around for longer. But, yeah, you know, I mean, it is w- what it w- is. Did it, was there, like, scheduling conflicts with her? Like, th- that she had to, like, th- that they had to kill her off? Because she, no, cause I... she became super non-existent in the show after, like, she ran off with Branson. Yeah, I don't think that that's even the case. I think they just wanted to kill her off. I just think that they wanted to make it worse okay. for Branson. Um, yeah, it just kind of seemed out of nowhere. So I, I, I thought it was like, it, it just seemed very sudden. Like, yeah. To kill off such a, um, I mean, to me, Sybil felt like a main character. Um, But yeah. Yeah. But to me, like, she was honestly more of a side character because she wasn't in it that much. Um, True. Like, a lot of her storylines weren't. There weren't just a lot of them, you know, it's not like, yeah. it's not like Mary. She has like the main amount of storylines. So, yeah. Um, so Anna had left. And so Matthew was talking to Murray about, about some stuff and Mary walks in, um, and says like, they're talking, talking about talking the estate about? thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting she's very, like, this is not the time to talk yeah. about this. You should, you should go. If you've, if you've, you've spoken with Anna, you've done what you came here to do. So you should leave now. And yeah i don't she gets pretty pissed at matthew um i mean i get it she should you know if like it definitely is matthew shouldn't like it should have made sure she wasn't gonna walk into the room because it's 
Like, he did yeah, want to like, discuss this Yeah, speak somewhere Murray. where no one's going to walk <laughs> in, but you know that's not going to happen with anything in this show. Someone I has know. to walk in. And, like, I understand why he wanted to talk to him, too. It's like, it is a strange He's been worrying time. about this, about the mismanagement, and he wants to get it settled. <sighs> yeah. Because he also just... didn't want to, like, call upon Murray on his own time, because then Robert would have suspected something. So it's just like, yeah. this was the Probably time. Probably the best thing for him to do would have been to schedule to go travel out to see Murray. And right. And have a meeting yeah. with him then. Yeah. So that he can, for in sure, the future. be alone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or be like, Murray, come again, or whatever. But, um, yeah. So then Murray goes and talks to Mr. Bates, basically about... In jail, yeah. It's kind of like, why did we even need this scene? Like, I just don't... I. It's useless. It's like, we knew that Murray was going to go to see Mr. Bates. Like, why do we need to even show it? Um, probably, cause, probably because we needed to not let know that they were overhearing. Because, like, yeah. they overheard everything. They're These like bad too. Oh, that's his <laughs> odd couple. And they talk about Bartlett. Like they now know that they're looking for Bartlett and that she has info to free him or something. Like they know, and they're probably going to do something to sabotage it. Definitely, um, because they just hate Mr. Bates for some reason. It's just like what? God. Um, then we have so an amazing in their scene. morning morning attire. What morning uh, funeral attire? I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, Violet's coming in, and she's speaking to Carson. They're both very sad. Um, Another this is uh, really sad. epic she, like, performance kinda, by yeah. She kind of uh, like Maggie. She kind of breaks down a little bit and uh-huh. like has to lean against the wall. She's she's so good. Oh, she's God, so good. Fucking love Maggie. God, she's so great. <laughs> she just keep oh, going. Man. She carries on. You know, she just carries on. Oh, love her so much. Um, I think I should play this this scene here. Okay. It's when she walks in. Ideas. You'll be glad to know they've found a nurse for the baby. She's oh. already here. Good. Good. Where, where's Tom? He's upstairs. I've asked if he wants anything. He says no. He wants his wife back, but that's what he can't have. I must write to Dr. Clarkson and have it sent down before dinner. Darling, there's no need for that. I should. I want to. I have to apologize for our behavior. What? Why? Because if we'd listened to him, Sybil might still be alive. But Sir Philip and your father knew better, and now she's dead. (laughs) No. She's so oh, right, man, I, though. I, I missed that part. Why, why did you say that? Because there's <clears throat> some truth in it. You missed it? Yeah, my dear, when tragedies strike, we try to find someone to blame. And in the absence of a suitable candidate, we usually blame ourselves. You are not to blame. No one is Yeah, to you blame. are. Our darling Sybil has died during childbirth. Like too many women before her. And all we can do now is cherish her memory and her child. Nevertheless, there is truth in it. See, he did admit it. Yeah. 
so. I thought she said, okay, so I, I think I heard um, yeah, her wrong. I thought good. she said and then that we, uh... we, we didn't listen to Dr. Clarkson, <laughs> and, and now Sybil is dead. Like, yeah. I didn't know she specifically said Robert and Dr. Philip, which yeah. is great. I'm glad she said that. <laughs> yeah, she that. did. Um, and we get this shot of Branson holding his baby at the window. Dumb. Crying. Um, yeah, so crying. sad. Oh my god, it's so, so sad. sad. Oh my god, so sad. I know. Now we have a baby at Downton. Oh. Now we got a baby. You know what? One one life ends, another life begins. That's that's. I guess. Yeah. At least the baby didn't die too. I guess. Yeah, at least. I mean. Thomas would have rather had it not be like that, but you know that's it's, you mean Branson. What I say? To- yeah, Tom Branson. Yeah, Thomas Branson. Yeah, Tom Branson. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, Sybil. Sybil Do you think gone. his name is Timothy? Do you think it's Timothy Branson? Ooh, I like that. I think so. I think his name's Timothy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, um Sybil's gone. Like she will be missed. You we love like Sybil greatly. Yeah. Yeah, I liked her. Um it is it's very sad. This is a very major plot point. Of course, somebody dies, it's a major plot point. So Yeah, I had a lot of people telling me that something crazy happens in season three and I did not know it was going to be the next episode we saw. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be like the season finale or something. How many more episodes do we have of the season? Two? I, um, Three? Are there six? Are there seven? Eight? Oh, God, Emily, you have no idea. You're just like, just whatever. I don't know. Um, Let's see. Let's see what we what? got. Here. You're just like, how Does many something else happened in season seven, three? Eight? There's nine. Uh, nine? Ten? Nine episodes. Nine. nine. Is, there no, is there another Christmas episode at the end of the season or no? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't see it here. So maybe it'll be at the beginning of the next season. Okay. That's a possibility. Because there wasn't a Christmas episode at the end of season one, but there was at the end of season two. Yeah. There's a Christmas episode? So maybe mm-hmm. it'll be at the end of season four? I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But there's nine episodes, so we still have, uh, you know, four more to go or whatever, right? Uh, this was five, six, seven, eight, and yeah, not, yeah, four. Four more. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We've been going slowly on these ones. We've been really busy in the summer. We we hope to get back into the swing of things. Um, so going strong. We will we will continue season three. Um, but wow, this was I was not expecting this. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I wasn't that sad that Sybil died. Um, yeah. But yeah. you know, I hope I it's I, I hope I get though. attached attached enough to one character to where if they happen to die, I, I'd shed a tear. But um, I don't think that's going to happen. It's not that way right now, is I, it? Yeah, at this point, I'm like I really don't care about any of these characters, so I probably wouldn't care <laughs> if any of them died. But um, but yeah, so but either way, Sybil was one of the good ones. Uh huh. Yeah, for sure. Um. So I'll give this episode four burnt kidney souffles out of ten. Oh shit, four. Yeah, four. Um, 
Mmm. Okay. I will give this one five poisoned pastry po- pastry crusts. <laughs> po- poison poison pastry dough. Yes. Um, five out, out, out of ten. That's what I'll give this one. It wasn't... I didn't... I didn't hate this episode, but I didn't love this episode. So I'll just put yeah. it right in the middle. Yeah. Um, but uh, that... That is Downton Abbey, Season 3, Episode 5. Um, mm-hmm. We are excited to see what the future holds. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. You can rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Can they also uh, review it on Amazon Music? Is that a thing? I don't know. Okay, but you can listen to us on there because we're now yeah. on there. Yeah. Um, we're still on Spotify. And uh, if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our social media. We have Twitter at By the Popcorn, Instagram at All By the Popcorn Podcast, and Facebook. Just search All By the Popcorn Podcast and like our page. We are also now on TikTok. We have been uh, posting a bunch of our Disneyland TikToks that we've that we filmed at Disneyland. They're all very fun, so definitely go to TikTok and check us out. Just search All By the Popcorn Podcast mm-hmm. um, on TikTok and just uh, look for our little logo. And uh, we're also on YouTube. We have been filming some of our episodes. I uh, don't think we filmed a Downton yet. Oh, uh, just we... one. Well, we not yet. We haven't filmed a full, a full Downton. Oh, maybe we did. Just one. No, maybe. actually, we haven't because I just want to make sure that we can even post that. that. So yeah, that's a little bit different because we watch it when we do it. So. Oh yeah, that's true. Might not be able to. To post okay well we're still figuring out downton but uh, some of our other ones we have been filming and posting on youtube so just search all of the popcorn podcast and subscribe to that and we have merch so please check that out um but thank you everyone for listening we'll talk to you in the next one goodbye bye, bye.